Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Greensters Podcast. This is episode 62. I'm joined as sometimes by Mr. Jason Ben. I've only missed Brian like Sedgley. four episodes. Three. I think it's a little bit more than no. that. I think it's a little bit more no. than that. You've missed quite a bit in the last 10 months. You started <laughs> off months. in like January. You started it off in January and then it's just kind of slowly creeped. creeped I didn't in. miss an episode I, however, for like have, the first been, six months of recording. I, however, have been on every you have. episode of this podcast. Yeah. So. I'll give you that. Jason, before we, we hop into whatever it is that we're going to talk about, because not even I know what Jason's going to talk about tonight. I've told him specifically to keep it drywall-free. This is a drywall-free well, Now we have zone. nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the giveaway for November? November giveaway is uh, another giveaway with the lovely, wonderful TSO products. Um, last month was a parallel guide. Mm-hmm. This month, Pre- no, uh, no, no, I'm no, sorry, the, square. Uh, guide rail square, parallel guide, guide rail square. Yeah. Well, I should try to see if they want to do a parallel guide. Um, guide rail square. This month is not a parallel guide. It is actually the new MTRX multi precision triangle. It's amazing. So. Open all 50 states and to enter, go to greensuiterspodcast.com and enter for your chance to win the MTRX from TSO products. Thank you, TSO. Right. Thank you, TSO. I need to do the giveaway right after this podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that earlier. I may, I may do it tomorrow. It's, I, I mean, it tomorrow. It, it, it's fine. No, people are beating down my door, Jason. They're like, hey. Where's my stuff? Where, where, who are you, when are you going to draw for the giveaway? <laughs> They're DMing me just constantly. Hey, bro, where's the giveaway? Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, do you need a picture of the MTRX? Yes, I do. Okay, I'll get you one. I do. All righty. So, Jason, what have you been up to this last seven days since we've recorded? I want to know what you've been up to first. Um, you need to go because I need to think. Oh, I did something. But I have, this I have something like really big. Oh, I couldn't do anything over the weekend because my youngest got lice again, so that canceled all of our plans. And then, so we just like kind of hung out around the house uh, over the weekend. And then Monday, I went to. My uncle's in Philadelphia, and I just came back today, so like a few hours ago. So I'm I'm pretty tired. So Ben was out of but town again, everybody. Again, yeah. I did some I did some woodworking today, though. You did. Please, I want I to did. hear I, about it was my, that. I have a quarterly quota that I have to hit, and today I hit it. What did you do? Uh, I'm. Um, if you have not been paying attention to my my motorcycle YouTube channel, I'm. Um, customizing my motorcycle give it a little bit of off-road love and so i need to to swap out some tires and in order to do that with my motorcycle because there's no center stand uh it needs to be elevated and so that's why i made the well i made the skid plate to protect it but also make it easy to put a jack underneath it to lift it up because the bottom's not flat so now that there's a skid plate on there, I can put a jack underneath it. I can lift it. And so I created two I-beam frames um, 
or, or stop blocks more or less that go underneath it on either side of the jack and then I lowered it down on those those frames so now the bike is elevated off the ground and I put um, I don't know what you call them eyelet screws you know just bolts mm -hmm. that have a hook at the end of it bolted those down to the ends of the frames and then ratchet strapped the motorcycle down to the to, to the blocks so that way it's not going to move at all so now my motorcycle is completely elevated off the ground both tires are off the ground and it's rock solid it's not going to move now what's the reason so. you did that so it doesn't develop any like flat spots in the tires over time <laughs> no are you, are you serious yeah <laughs> no i i need to change the tires out. oh you I need, need to, to change the tires, tires okay yeah, I need to put new tires on it, so I had to elevate it off you. the I ground. That way, I, can, I don't know why, but like yeah. for some reason, I was just thinking, okay, the winter time's coming up. You're not going to have a lot of opportunities to do it, and instead of just having it sit in one location, I thought maybe that's why you're. Oh gonna... no, 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 no. I'm I'm going to be riding through the winter. That's why I'm doing. That's why I'm putting off road stuff on it. That way, I don't have to worry about you know bad road conditions. I can just ride it off road, and that doesn't make a difference. You know. Have you ever seen those? I'm assuming the answer is yes, because that's probably what sparked you to make what you made. But I know when I had my uh, motorcycles, I had one of those, uh, you know, the jack stand things that have the wheels on it. You put underneath the back and roll yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, I, I thought about those and I had looked at them. I mean, they were like 250 yeah, bucks. And I was like, I, I was like, man, I have this idea. I'm pretty sure that a, it'll be cheaper and it'll, it'll be more of what I actually mm -hmm. need. So, I mean, granted, I can't like move this around now, but right. it's, you know, it's in my basement. My basement's completely wide open. So it's in its own little open space. So I left your reaction. Right. That was it. Are you, are you serious right now? <laughs> I don't know if you're like trying to be stupid or if you're just like really being stupid. Yeah. You know, all I heard was tires and then you raised the bike up and I'm like, huh? So he's not riding it now? <laughs> Duh. Far from the truth, Jason. Yeah. You know this is a lie. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I don't. But we didn't. Did we mention that? Obviously, Mr. Brian Sedgley is not with us again tonight. In the previous podcast, we mentioned that he's over there in Ireland. He's still there, everybody. He is still he there. Is. Still trying to chase down that little damn leprechaun that grabbed his butt the other night. Yeah, I have seen a couple pictures. I'm so jealous. That's my favorite place I've ever been, man. So nice. I'm so I'm so glad that they got to that they're not, they're on that trip. Yeah, they're coming back Friday. You know, they've been looking forward to it for so long. Yeah, and been and just been talking about it for so long. So I'm glad they got to go. But what have you been up to, Mister Bent? Bits and Bits is a proud sponsor of the Green Suiters podcast and a distributor of the nation's best router bits for your shop. They feature shank sizes from an eighth to a half inch and have a wide range of diameters of upcuts, downcuts, compression bits, and more. They sell bits for your wood, aluminum, metal, plastic, acrylic, and foam projects, just to name a few. Their bits are suitable for hand routers, router tables, and even CNCs. Each and every bit is slathered in Astro coating, which is a super secret sauce that prolongs the life of your bits, keeps them running cooler, and and keeps the cutting edge razor sharp. If you want to save some cash, use our promo code Hans15 to save 15% at checkout. Head over to bitsandbits.com to find out more. Well, things have been very busy. Um, this weekend we have Leo's fourth birthday party. It looks like we're going to have 
unbelievably nice weather. Like it, we couldn't have asked. That's awesome. It's like 68 yeah. degrees. Been, yeah. Sunny. We had a, we had a cold few weeks here for, yeah. for a bit. It's been nice so here. It's nice that it's warming up. Cool yeah. in the mornings, nice and warm during the day. So really, uh, we've been doing a lot to get ready for that. Patrick and Michelle will be here on Saturday. Um, everybody's coming over. There's actually going to be quite a few people here on Sunday. Um, and some kids from his daycare and some other stuff. So we're, we're excited about that. It should be a good time. Um, last Friday, uh, I think we recorded what last Thursday. So the, yeah, the next day mm-hmm. uh, I got up and went to Hartzell Hardwoods, had a very interesting, um, meeting with them. And so one thing that we finally like settled on in terms, uh, or, or the, like the, the size of the conference tables that we've been talking about me building conference tables for them because I'm doing it for them just to do it, right? Because they have been such a huge, huge uh, support to me over the past two and a half years. Um, so I'm gonna be building them basically one conference table, but I'm building it in two and then they'll get joined together. Um, mm-hmm. It'll give them some flexibility and I'd, I'm not set up to build a 14 foot long conference table. So. Um, yeah. it'll basically be like two, seven foot by five foot walnut conference tables. Uh, I'll be using a black metal base on those, put some cool, you know, like pop-up outlets in them. Um, mm-hmm. we're going to be using, uh, some of their, uh, premium veneer grade walnut, which is like the most beautiful walnut I've ever used. Cause there's like no deficiencies in it whatsoever. So it'll just be, what are you going to use as, as a core? What do you mean? You said you're using veneered walnut. No, it's their veneer grade. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, they have a, they have a so like industry high standard uh, walnut grade, and it's this veneer grade. And basically, what that means is incredibly straight grain. I'm sure, no knots. Yeah, it's just like defect free, and it makes for like the perfect yeah. material to um, yeah. veneer with, right? How mad do you think they would be if like they gave you this veneer grade walnut and you showed back up with like stained pine. Yeah. They wouldn't even know. Like, no, that's, that's what this is your beautiful walnut. What are you talking about? Hartzell? No, uh, it says it right here in this can walnut. Yeah. I won't be doing that until the spring. Um, just because, you know, with the weather approaching, like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, um, they're going to have some of that there. That lumber is going to get delivered like in February sometime, probably. Um, and then I'll take it to them probably like April timeframe. Um, so that was really good. I had a very interesting conversation with them about like, you know, how markets have turned in terms of lumber. Um, apparently like lumber prices have like dropped significantly. Yeah. I I noticed that today when I picked up some lumber, I was expecting it to be expensive and went to go check it out. I was like, oh wow. It's like, this is like 2018 prices, baby. Well, it'll just it'll just continue to come down at this point because um, now I don't know about plywood. They don't deal in plywood. I would assume that plywood will probably also have a similar thing, but a lot of things have slowed down and um, why it's, you always hear people say like, Oh, lumber prices are dropping. And then they go to the store and they're like, well, they're not super low yet. Well, the reason that is, is because the inventory that they might be selling at the time, like he, he explained all this to me, which this I already knew, but the lump, the, the, the inventory that they may be selling right now might be something that they bought when the market was massively high. Yeah. They, they've already 
they've already paid for that and they're trying to yeah they have to recoup their revenue and which in most cases they don't um yeah so like their warehouse is just you know the orders have been slowing down there's some stuff going on in like china that is china is obviously a big purchaser of of american hardwoods um taiwan vietnam um which is really funny because of how many products come out of china and so it's like we ship the wood across on the other side of the world and then it gets shipped back to the other side of the world for us to buy yeah it's like why can't we just take out the middleman and yeah it was it was just interesting um i did pick up some uh some more uh rift and quarter sawn white oak like a whole bunch of it which was way more than than what i had talked to them about i was just like yeah you know i'm starting to run a little low um i've only got lumber from them twice in three years so that's how you know how long it lasts right it lasts me a very long time granted the last time was quite a bit and i but i still have the majority of it um and so it just it ended up being a lot more than what we had talked about so i was a little nervous driving home um but because of what i got you know when we redo our kitchen i i'm pretty sure i'm gonna end up making my own doors now which i didn't really want to do but now i have all this beautiful like rift and quarter sawn white oak so um yeah and it's already like full swing doors or like sliding doors or no they'll just be a typical shaker style interior cabinet door yeah yeah oh oh, cabinet doors um yeah i mean there's lots i can do with it there's quite a few it was probably like 50 or 60 boards like eight feet long pretty nice but uh so that was a really good trip but i have a big announcement ben guess what today was your transition day today was my your gen your jenna your jenna now Yes, everybody. No. He's transvestite now, guys. Today was my my first day at festival. Oh, that's right. You're, you're, well, you're not interning. You're, what is it, ambassador? What are they called? I'm in an internship, but I am uh, being referred to as uh, festival ambassador. Festival influencers. It's, It's funny. We actually had a conversation about that today, but man first day is it rough no uh i want to talk about that in a second though but <laughs> mind blown like how freaking cool like today yeah yes yeah it's gonna be a great two months i think um i was incredibly nervous going into today and Why? I talked about this in my stories yesterday and, and so many people have written me and said like super nice things. So I greatly appreciate that. But I was very nervous. Just because you're like a big dumb ogre and exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that <laughs> that's it. Um, no, man, dude, like 20 years I've been doing yeah, the same damn thing. Way. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. where I need to be, what time I need to be there. More importantly, I know exactly what I need to wear. What do you What do you mean I can't smoke someone if they're not sending it parade rest yeah. for me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy cow! Like I don't care if you're the VP of sales. You stand at parade rest and you're talking to Doctor Yeah. Officer. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, CEO. Do you know who I am? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah, I eat here. chumps like you for lunch. Uh, I'm an ambassador. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Put some <laughs> put some respect behind that that tone when you're talking to me. <laughs> that tone. Um. Yeah, man. I was so nervous. Like I had a hard time falling asleep last night. And you know what's funny? You know you know what was I was the most nervous about. What? What to wear? How ridiculous is that? But I mean, think about it. Yeah, you, you've known what to wear for twenty years. I have had it's the same thing. I have had something that was given to me to wear for twenty years, and here I am. They're like business casual, and I'm like googling like what is business casual. <laughs> Like I, I had a good, a, you know, a general idea because, you know, we do functions in the army that they say it's business casual or, you know, wear civilian clothes to work like once a ten, every 10 years. So was it the yellow or green banana hammock that you wore? Yellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good choice. I mean, I would have gone with green. Green will be but, my last day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just so cool. And the, here's the other funny thing <laughs> why I thought it was ridiculous that I'm nervous. I've met the majority of the people that work in that building before. Like I know them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I I have a theory as to why you may have been nervous, but what? Well, I mean, you know, this is uh, a, a brand that is like really near and dear to your heart, and it's something that you've always wanted to do. I remember when we first, when we both first got into woodworking, and you know, the, there were a few things that we always said would be cool. Is like, what if? Would it be cool if? companies gave us free tools yeah and then wouldn't it be cool um to have like a lot of festival and then wouldn't it be cool if we got to work at festival yeah like i remember you saying that three four or five years ago and so i i think that uh, you know again it, because it the brand means so much to you um you know I'm, I'm sure it was just a combination of a lot of emotions you know like almost like kid in a candy store mm -hmm. like dream kind of coming true so to say um, and because you're such a, a fuck up, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. and we all know yeah. it, and you're like, I really don't want to screw this up. Exactly. So I, I actually no, um, just kept my mouth shut all day today. Cause I was like, if I say anything, they're going to be like, this guy's an idiot. Get out of here. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think you're, you were nervous because you care so much about it. And I think that's probably why. That yeah, that's probably Nicole said a very similar thing. She's like, you're nervous because you want to go there and do well. And so again, to be clear, there is absolutely no expectations of any kind of job yeah. offer. Nothing. Let's, and let's make it clear for the audience: you're just making coffee. That's right. It. Maybe cleaning the latrine, doing some mopping, some sweeping. Like, I didn't know my doing. arm could get as sore as you're it did today carrying coffee to everybody. You're you're a part of the custodial arts now. Yeah, custodial arts. And and slash barista. Yeah. Slash barista. So, speaking of barista, let me tell you about their coffee machine they have there. I have unlimited <laughs> access to frappuccinos, lattes, cappuccinos, regular coffee. I mean, it just it's like having a Starbucks for yourself. It's amazing. They have a little compartment in the, so, in the coffee machine that, like, it's like a little mini refrigerator, and it has little bottles of milk in there that, like, put the milk through the machine, and it's amazing. Is it is it organic milk, though? No. Did you ask for organic milk? I don't know. Like, I need organic honey badger milk. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I, I said that. <laughs> 
I specifically requested this on my intern packet. Yeah. I have to have yes, this. It must be this. I don't need this almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be freshly squeezed honey badger milk. Matt. I, so what, what did you do? What did your day entail? Oh, geez. Um, okay, so we're still working out like the, the you know, how to navigate the waters in terms of like my social media platform. We kind of talked about that today on, you know, what kind of stuff I could post or ideas and all that stuff. And, and I have to be careful obviously, because, um, you know, there are things around in that building that, you know, are not public knowledge, right? Well, yeah, it's, I mean, they're, they're, like any they're still a global have. company with, with global competition and you have to be cognizant of what you're doing, what you're saying. Right. So one of the, before I answer your question, one of the things I, I asked uh, them today was, you know, I kind of want to re revisit the social media expectations in terms of me for my own personal brand. You know, there's a lot of people that have been following me for a very long time and think it's very cool that I get to do this experience. And, you know, 99.9% .9 of them will never have the opportunity to come and, and yeah. get to see this. And so there, you know, there's some things that maybe I'd like to, to share. And it's basically like, you know, if I have some ideas, I kind of got to run it by people and make sure yeah. that it's okay and be in a, in a safe place to do that, um, you know, from, from a brand and product perspective, right? Yeah. Completely understandable. Yeah. I knew that going in. Um, but today, um, I got there, uh, met with HR, met everybody in the building, uh, did another tour of the facility, which, you know, I've already had a few times. Um, but I did go to a couple of places, uh, and meet a couple people that I haven't met before and that I hadn't seen before. Um, my day was really just full of like blocks that were, you know, sit down and do a meet and greet with X person and, and this person. Yeah. Um, like an orientation almost. Yeah. Um, we had like a, so I'm working directly with the marketing team. Okay. So my internships main focus is working with the marketing team, um, which I want to revisit with you since, you know, you have a marketing degree. Yeah. Um, so I find that to be interesting uh, for a multitude mm -hmm. of reasons. But um, we went over like the projects uh, that they want my help with. So uh, we'll be doing that. Um, nothing has really changed from the original one. It was just a little bit more refined today. Um, sat through a, a two hour long uh, meeting on product stuff, which was very cool. Um, and re it was really just full of me talking with other people. I got like my computer. I have a festival email, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm going to share it with everybody. I got all kinds of, you know, I was actually telling Nicole on the phone. I said, you know what I want to do? I kind of want to send an email to like all of my best buddies from <laughs> that email. But then I don't want like it to be looking and be like, why did Jason Bent send 74 emails out today? Just saying, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, it's me. I made it. Why do we have this huge influx of emails coming into our server? This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, I did get a bunch of really cool swag. So that was kind of cool. Stuff I've never seen before. Um, I got like a really cool backpack, you know, because I got to have something to carry my uh, laptop. Your swag in. Back and forth. But here's the coolest mm -hmm. part is that they surprised me. And when I got there on my desk was two of the 
Festool button-up trainer shirts. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Did it say your name on it? It does. Or did it say Sedgley on it? No, no. <laughs> it says it says Jason B, and it has a little dot. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. Wait, what? That's cool. So, I've got two of those. Did did they give you the cargo pants too? No, I have those on my own. I already wear tactical five eleven pants. <laughs> Um, funny story about that. I'm, I'm such a retiree. Yeah, I've been wearing. So I was just talking about that in my stories the other day. Like I went to an actual tactical. Okay, what what is one brand that is at every single PX in the world? Oh, five eleven. Yeah, you know what they don't offer? A military discount. That's <laughs> such a slap in the face. So obviously, I don't live close to Probably, any. Well, if there are, are you talking about like they're on insulation or near the insulation? They've been on every installation in the PX that I've ever been to. Oh, oh, well, that's why because oh yeah, that's right. And like they have like their own like little yeah. store like in the PX. No, like well, yeah, in the food they're in the clothing area in yeah, the PX. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So and that's well, that's because they have to already offer the like the actual price amount because you know when you go to buy stuff at the PX like there's no taxes. Right. But what just yeah, it just blew me away. I'm like discount. Because literally all of their customers have a military discount. They're like, they, they're making clothes for first responders, you know, tactical stuff, mostly probably prior military people in the first place that are wearing it or people that are in the military or contractors who are probably in the military, right? And when I, they have a tactical 511 store in Indianapolis and they, they do carry some on uh, Camp Atterbury. But one, mm-hmm. like I didn't want to drive all the way down there just for that. And they also have a very yeah. limited selection. So I stop by this store and I get up to the front. And I'm like, you guys have a military discount, right? He's like, no, we don't. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, we don't have a military discount right now. I'm like, right now? Like, he's like, yeah, we, we don't have that. Did I just miss it? Or He goes, he goes uh, you know, and again, to be clear, I'm not one of those like, People like I want my military discount. I earned this. Like screw that. Do you know? Do you know how to debt for this country, yeah, young like, man? <laughs> I hate even asking for it, and I just assume. Oh, dude, Jennifer, she she pulls that Nicole's thing out the left same and way. right. Nicole's the same way. Like just like without without hesitation. I could now. buy a twenty five <laughs> cent pack of gum at Walmart, and Nicole would be like, <laughs> Yeah, she's like, gonna get a discount? discount No, I'm not gonna ask for the <laughs> discount. Like what? Yeah. Are, what are you talking about? This is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's got it on lock now. But, yeah, they so they didn't have, anyways, I, I bought, <laughs> I have, like, a I have multiple pairs of these things that I've just owned over the years, right? And I got a, a pair of, like, dark blue ones, right? Because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to get some dark blue tactical five. Got a match. Yeah. 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 I walk in and Brent, he was looking at me. It's, I, I was saying something about, yeah, I was super stressed on what to wear. He's like, well, you have the wrong color pants. And I'm like, what are you talking about? These are These are blue. He's like not the right shade of dark blue <laughs> he was just messing with me and i'm like it's just yeah, yours are faded yeah. <laughs> mine are new <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um but yeah man so so can you can you and obviously not specifics but can you vaguely kind of say like what you're what you're going to be doing for the next two months roughly uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think like, I we may I may have mentioned and, on another one, but maybe it was the uh, beers of the boys. Um, yeah, you haven't you haven't talked about it on the podcast. So what, specifically, 
there's a few things that they want me to focus on. Um, I won't, again, I won't get super specific just because I don't know all the details on, um, you know, what they, how much information they want out there. But there's some events that they want me to help uh, with planning. Uh, mm-hmm. From the from the perspective of an influencer, right? I hate that word. Um, yeah. So it'll be very cool to like be able to share my two cents um, on certain things. Um, there's some content that they want me to do uh, mm-hmm. for their channel. They also want me to to work on some stuff, you know, for my own platforms, um, and a lot of things kind of like related to the content side. Um, the, the big thing though, will be helping with a lot of the marketing stuff in terms of, uh, uh, some of these events or, or things, um, like campaign planning. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So what I wanted to go back and revisit is initially, and then obviously, you know, I'm going to get time to mess with the tools and, um, but you know, especially when Sedge gets back next week, you know, days that I'm not actively mm-hmm. engaged at something, you know, at a desk that you know, I can go in there and be like, Hey, let's go over the contour today. Hey, let's go over the MFK mm-hmm. 700. Let's go over the OF 1400. Um, yeah. Just so I can increase my own knowledge and, and skill set. So, yeah. Um, at first I was thinking the marketing thing, like, well, you know, how is this really going to be all that beneficial to me? But I'll tell you what, after just what I saw oh, today, hundred percent would, hundred percent one it's like opens my eyes to a completely different side of things like yeah yeah but being on the influencer side and being able to actually see some of that stuff and how a business operates Mm -hmm. that could help me immensely in the long run oh absolutely absolutely and you know learning what some of the lingo means and um understanding how the market works and how they go about launching products and um, I think it'll make me way more marketable. Oh, absolutely. And it'll, it'll help you identify how to read the market. And when I say market, like the content market, like what's already out there, what are people already saying? How can I, how can I leverage trends to, to grow my, my audience and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of, yeah, you know, I think it's really cool that you'll get that experience. Yeah. Very, very cool experience, but man, like what? just it's so weird like i know like next week you know going in it'll be just like a regular everyday thing at that point right Mm -hmm. um but how strange you know what i mean like i totally stepped out of my comfort zone yeah and it, it just made me like think about relating it to woodworking you know like trying a project that you you know all i've done is build cutting boards and it's like now i'm gonna build a table wait what and it's like so uncomfortable nervous um, yeah, because it's it's un, it's familiar enough so that you're you want to try, but it's unfamiliar enough that you're uncomfortable. Right. You know, you know, another one of my biggest uh, concerns with the whole thing is a, like uh, water fountain conversations. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously, think about it, though. How do we talk to everybody else, all of our buddies in the military? Yeah. Can you imagine doing that in the yeah. workplace? <laughs> I Look, I had no idea that, that they were behind me. Yeah. Okay? I didn't know that they were around the corner. Yeah, it's like... But we all know that they're terrible workers. Yeah, there, there is no, uh, you know, 
I guess HR in in the army. I you could consider like sharp or EO. You know, like the yeah, HR department yeah. or the the first sergeant or sergeant major walking around and sneaking yeah. up on you. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely something that, and I, I'm not as worried about it uh, until I'm like around <laughs> Sedge, right? <laughs> I, I could just see someone coming around a corner, and you're like, "So he had two fingers up my butt," and I said, "Put a third up there, buddy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Golly, so quite. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but uh, they were talking about like, you know, be ready for corporate America. Um, I think it was one of my one of my patrons, actually. And he was like explaining different things and all this stuff. And I'm like, honestly, like the military has adopted a lot of the same policies at this point. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the America was corporatized in 1936 along with the military. Like, yeah. The army is a big corporation. Yeah, like. it's a lot of this stuff is not anything, you know, anything new to me, especially over the past few years. I mean, it's it's changed dramatically in terms of like political correctness and everything else. But mm-hmm. so I, that that's not really something that I was super concerned about. Not that and I'm, you know, a normal adult. So I can, um, you know, distinguish between you know what to say and what not to say or what may be appropriate or not appropriate. But I, I can imagine in some uh, you know, corporate jobs like Nicole working at Starbucks. I mean, geez, don't even get me started. Like the, yeah, the stuff that she would tell me about. I'm just, I could never handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a very extreme case though, I think. Yeah. But that's cool, man. It's going to be fun. I think. When's, when's your final day? So the internship is from today because today is officially my, um, six months out i'm officially today yeah 180 days yeah um and i'm gonna run it all the way to the 31st of december okay part of me kind of wishes i would have run it to about january 15th um but my thought process behind that was january is basically my time to clear everything get all my equipment turned in and then february 10th you know i final out so yeah it's awesome man and then i'm done done for goodsies yeah i have no idea what to do speaking of 180 days out i wonder my uh va claim oh what the percentage is going to be coming back yeah i mean obviously i won't know that anytime soon but it was delivered today did you already do all of your exam have you done all of your exams yet i've done none of them okay um okay so you're you're still at least four months out from getting that back yeah so basically they now have this and then they should be um reaching out to me saying here's all of your dates for yeah uh, your stuff. So they, they have your list of all of your claims. Correct. Or all of your, yeah. Okay. So now I'm just, now I'm just basically waiting until they say, this is your, these are all your appointments. Yeah. Here, here are your appointments. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, they get down in the detail on those appointments. No joke. I had a, had a guy whipping a con, a protractor out, like tell me to like bend my elbow and, like bend forward at the hip to measure how far you know 
I could go before there was pain and stuff. It was pretty in depth. Really? I don't mess around. Yeah. So it's so strange. Like, you I, know, I feel like everybody has a very different experience because a lot of the guys that I've talked to around here, it's, you know, that have retired out of Camp Atterbury, it's, you know, very different experience uh, for them. Not nearly as um, detailed as you might think it would be. Yeah. Well, they, they have, there are teams that travel around the, the states mm -hmm. that, and that's all they do are exams. And so uh, not all of mine were done out of a little mobile trailer, but quite a few of them were. Like I would have to drive to this place and then drive to another place the next week. And Really? They were all, mo yeah, they were all mobile teams. I, it starts with a Q, the name of the company. I wonder if it's a... Quest or I wonder if it's like a that. different um, process for medical separation versus military retirement. Because like all of my appointments, I already know where they'll be. They'll be at a, you know, I guess there's a few like different a companies building. they use, but they're all out of Carmel, Indiana, which is on the north. Huh north side so like every one of my appointments will all be with these specific providers it, it could have been just because of how far away i am or Remote. was from an installation yeah that could have been it yeah because i think it was yeah i think if it was outside of a certain amount of time that they would just have contractors do it for me yeah yeah, I'm interested to see what, what that'll entail. I'm actually kind of hoping. I'm kind of, I'm torn, right? Like, I, I do want to get these appointments knocked out as quickly as possible because I've tried to do the right thing and submitted my packet exactly 180 days out to try to get ahead of the curve. But if they can't get me in for two months from now, yeah. you know, it's, they're not going to do anything with my packet until they get those results back. So, uh, but at the same time, I don't really want to miss a bunch of days at festival because they're already limited. Because think about it, like yeah. November, what's during November? Thanksgiving, that'll be X amount of days that I won't be there. Christmas time rolls around. They're probably going to get to a certain point. They're going to be like, all right, it's the holiday season. Bye, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So. so you want you want to get your your two months worth. Yeah, I mean, because when you really think about it, it's already at like a month and a half at this point. Um, yeah, because of the holidays and stuff. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day. It's going to be a cool experience, and I'm very excited about it. That's cool, man. That's, I think it's awesome that you're able to get that lined up. So hard to believe that, like, this even happened. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see, six years ago. Okay, eight years ago. Eight years ago, I was making fun of my first sergeant when I was a drill sergeant <laughs> because he was watching he watch dudes woodwork in a garage on YouTube. Yeah. Specifically Jay Bates and Steve Ramsey. He used to call me all the time. Check this out. I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. You loser. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? How lame is it that a grown man is watching another grown man in his garage build stuff out of wood? I literally had what this conversation with him eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny.
Hey, this is Ben, inviting you to join our growing podcast community over on Patreon. As a member of our community, you'll get early and ad-free access to each episode, as well as invites to our monthly group call with the community. Also, you'll be able to participate in the direction of the show by submitting your questions for upcoming episodes. Use the links in the show notes below, and we'll see you on Patreon. So so what was it for you that, well, I mean, I know that Nicole asked you to, to build something when you guys moved into a new house in Georgia, but... I, like I guess, what was it that that kind of switched that perspective for you, or that position for you? If you went from, you know, kind of bashing your your first line about, you know, watching these videos, and then now here you are being a hypocrite, watching, you know, yeah, watching Jay Bates. <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly what it was. It was Nicole. Yeah. I didn't care about anything lot, in this world other than, you know, Nicole, obviously. Fishing. I have to say that. Yeah. And, um, and bass fishing, <laughs> right? Just in case she listens, I got to make sure I throw that in there. But, re- but really fishing. But, I mean, bass fishing was like my life. Like, that's all I cared yeah. about. And then, yeah. oh, build me a table. Like, okay, it can't be that hard, you know? And then one Just day, throw like. throw some wood together. Yeah. Easy. And then, you know. 10 months later, 12 months later or so, somewhere around there, after I'd moved and I, we, we bought the new house, it was at least 12 months because we lived in the other place for a year. Um, and then one day just deciding to do a YouTube video because YouTube videos were helpful for me. Yeah. It's funny. I was actually down in Georgia two weeks ago, flew down just for a day just to see my old first sergeant, who's my financial advisor. And I was having the same conversation with him. I'm like, who would have thought? Like, he can't believe it. Yeah. But here I am, like, yeah. I didn't even know what Festool was when I started woodworking. Yeah. And then I bought a couple of tools and thought they were super awesome. And I had a much smaller following back then. And, you know, thinking, like, it, it, that, that this would never happen. Like, I would never be in the position that I am in. Yeah. And to be completely honest with you, I am a hundred percent certain it has absolutely nothing to do with my following size. Cause think about this. I had the initial conversations with them almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. Matter. No, it was probably just over three years ago because I've been here now for almost three years and it happened, you know, well before right that before ever happened. Came. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's kind of the reason why you picked Indiana. Yeah. So that you could be closer to festival. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been over three years. I didn't have the following that I have now three years ago. Yeah. Um, so it has nothing to do with that. Right. Um, so to think all that time I had like these weird ideas in my head that if I had a certain size following and you know, that, that maybe just maybe yeah, that, that, that there's like this arbitrary number that you have to hit in order to, to be successful or to, to, to be approached or be able to approach companies. Right. And it's, I think that is a case with some companies for sure. Cause I mean, I know first yeah. firsthand, you know, from talking to other people in the community and um, even myself really, you know, early on, you just send emails and, you know, request to people and they're like, you know, not at this time or when you get to this amount, you know, give us a call back. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. screw you X brand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with the companies that you truly want to work with, that's not as important. It's all about relationships. 
yeah, I, I think that that has to happen first, that that certainly helps us having those relationships that will help you kind of get that. I don't want to say a foot in the door because you don't want to use relationships purely for that, but they certainly help. Yeah. You know. And it's also like who you are as a person, right? Cause like people see right through it and, and this has nothing to do with festival, just to be clear for those that are listening, this is just in general. If you're somebody that's taking every single tool that comes your way and posting about it to include like competitors, brands see that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what brand it is. There's, if they're looking, if they're doing their research, they see that. And there are certain brands that are like, you know, and, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll give you some free tools. Sure. And, and companies, unless they have a very um, fluid budget, a lot of the times they only have budgets certain times of the year. And so if you're emailing them, they're saying, sorry, not at this time, well, you're probably outside of their yeah. campaign window, you know? Yeah. Um, and think about, it, like, especially someone like Festool, you know, I wonder how many people are contacting them a day, a week, saying asking for, you know, this or that. Um, I'll be able to tell I mean, you. You have to filter all. You have to filter all that out. Yeah. You have to. You have to select the right person for that's going to help represent the brand the best. And just like you're saying, if you're one of those people that just says yes to every single tool or company or whoever, and you're pitching, well, you're you're kind of. Um, I mean, I'm, I mean, we've already cussed on this podcast, but you're you're kind of being a hoe, <laughs> and and brands that that pay well or or are good potential partnerships they're going to see that they're going to see that you're kind of a fair weather person and you know it that will work for a while but over time you're going to develop a reputation for yourself and that's all you're going to be known for and there are plenty of people that are like that out there oh yeah and and to you know to reiterate the fact that i don't necessarily think that there's if that's like their model, um, I don't necessarily know if I think there's anything wrong with that per se, but if they ever have intentions on solidifying with one company, that could really damper uh, or put a damper on any hopes of something like that happening. Just like if you're working for a company or with a company and then you just bash them openly a lot. Yeah. That's like the yeah. worst thing you could ever do. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I think that it, I think that as long as you are providing value for others, not trying to provide value for yourself, that companies will see that. Yeah. You know, you know, if even if you take tools from from other companies, as long as you're just trying to provide value for your your audience, I think it'd be okay. But there are a lot of people that are not doing that. I just I would say anybody out there that's like even if you have no desire to, to really get hot and heavy into the social media thing, like it is just crazy. Like how things can happen. You know what I mean? Again, yeah. if you would have, if you would have asked me seven years ago, if I ever, if I would even be woodworking, I would have been like, you're get away from me. No, I'm not going to be Loser. woodworking. What am I? Ikea? You know, like that's probably what I would have said. Like <laughs> it's just unbelievable. And, and so many good things can happen. Um, and the other thing too is you just got to be patient. I mean, you want to yeah. talk about patience. Yeah. Like this is, this has been a, a long time coming. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and up until a year ago, you know, I never had any kind of, um, 
financial arrangement with with festival and i still don't um but i have been on you know paid campaigns of theirs within you know the mm-hmm. past year yeah and it's been great i've been honored to be a part of it but you know it's it's not it's not something that's just going to happen overnight yeah you can make a quick buck but i mean i've i've been dedicated to that one brand and i've turned down i cannot even tell you how many you know lucrative opportunities that i've had um yeah. I mean, I turned down one of the biggest companies, um, <laughs> yeah. a store that yeah. everybody knows uh, that yeah. just happens to be Orange <laughs> on a campaign simply because some of the tools that they were hoping that I would help promote are a competitor. And I wanted no part of that. And yeah. I blacklisted myself yeah. because of it. And yeah. I had zero uh, monetary ties to Festool when that happened. It was just a personal mm-hmm. thing, but yeah. I, <laughs> I definitely blacklisted myself on that one because yeah. it's like who, but, who turns them look, down, right? I did. Yeah. But now look, now look at the opportunity that you have yeah. that you, that you would not have had, you know, had you taken that, that campaign deal. Yeah. Okay. But there's, there's actually a secret mission that the Green Series podcast community has, has sent Jason on. And everyone knows it. Every time you open up a brand new Festool, you smell it, right? It's got this brand mm. new Festool smell. It's a very unique smell. And so we have tasked the Green Seizures Podcast community. We have tasked Jason with identifying the exact location in the facility where they sprinkle cocaine in the Festool products. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if it's a part of the the painting and finishing process we don't know if it's a part of you know some of the silicone grips like we know that it's somewhere in that facility and jason's gonna find it i may have found it today everybody no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i mean some of the some of the content ideas that they threw around today um of things for me to do uh one i'm very excited about because i i really want to see um a few things that we've talked about on this podcast but um, I want to be able to like show certain parts of it, you know, that people would never see otherwise. It's just, mm-hmm. it's all a very like, you know, has to be yeah. approved and coordinated and all that stuff. But I, I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm and, super giddy about it and excited and I'm very thankful that I have the opportunity. So I would love to be able to share that. So other people, you know, can, yeah, can live vicariously like. yeah. through me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you have any hatred this week, Jason? I do have some of the hatred. I have. It, it's not a hatred comment, but it's kind of like a kind of a backhanded comment almost. Or those are the best. It's a very odd one. Those are the best. They are, and it's. I've had this one before, or a very similar one. You want to go first, or me? Uh, go ahead. I got to look for a couple. Um, so I I publish um, my I'm I'm doing weekly videos on my my motorcycle channel and so i distributed to like facebook groups and some online forums and so this is from one of the online forums where i posted a a recent video and this this person has commented before uh it said i wish you would post stills i am curious but not really enough to sit through videos about it i know you're running a business but Let's let's be clear. The video that he commented on, it's a four minute video. Why are you making such Most long of my videos? videos? Huh? Why are you make such long videos? Ugh. 
I, I don't see. I mean, you have enough time to to crawl a uh, a motorcycle forum page, but yeah. <laughs> not enough to watch a four minute video. Yeah. Like it's too long, Ben. What's wrong with you? Sense. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't like going at at someone else's pace. I I, I read <laughs> four hundred words a minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm starting. So get, give me some stills and words, buddy. Now I wonder if it's somebody who listens to the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 they're no, they're a, they're a live wire owner. Oh, you know. um, that All makes right, it even worse. Yours? Okay, so my first one is on my. You're doing it wrong. How you should be cutting cutting plywood. This person says. If you need to recut the factory line, you might reconsider your supplier. I have never had to cut plywood square in over 55 years. Oh, oh, an expert. He must only be I'm, making uh, four foot by eight foot cabinets then if he's never having to cut plywood square. <laughs> um, this one was from my dining room table build. I don't know if this is a negative comment, but I feel like it is. And it was, you take a lot of opportunities. What? I don't know. You take a lot of opportunities. Yeah, because I, I did it. I did the video for Hartzell, the built the table oh. for the Hartzell family member. I feel like he's saying, like I, who? I took who, that opportunity as a who wouldn't? Yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm building who a table wouldn't? for a company that has been amazing <laughs> to me. And sure, here's another one on the you're doing it wrong. The cutting plywood video has been getting a lot of hatreds lately. Uh, these are the. I'll read these two and then and then I'll be done. This is BS. Very interesting. He begins with a long edge, which for some reason he believes is not square or straight. He then measures off that edge and cuts a line, which can be yeah. no more or less square or straight than what he measured off of. I'm a traditional, solid wood builder. Learning to or looking to learn how to incorporate more plywood into my work. This looks unconvincing from the start. So, a guy who has no experience, apparently, with plywood is criticizing me on my technique of ensuring square <laughs> plywood for your projects. Where you, you literally talk about one of the most basic, like, building blocks in woodworking of using reference edges, and he's saying how that's wrong. You know what? I swear... I'm going to make this video next, right? Because one of the most common, con now I'm pissed. One of the most common comments that I have gotten on that video is people saying how I referenced off this edge that's not straight and all this other stuff. So that means my next cut is not straight. And I still do not understand in my mind why people do not understand that that first cut, it does not matter if I cut it at a 32 degree angle, I can still end up with a square panel. I'm not, I'm not trying to make that new clean edge parallel to the edge I'm cutting off. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cutting off edge. three millimeters of material just to give myself a straight reference edge that is smooth, that is not the factory edge, that is crisp. But people just, they, they make a comment like that all the time. They're like, well, Jason, they're, they're you don't think that edge is square. Well, here you go, using it as a reference to make your first cut. I'm, 
I'm just using it as my measurement to set the track. It doesn't matter. Like I could just throw it on there and eyeball it and make the cut. My next, and then they're like, now it's not square. Of course it's not square because I am making it square. In, in the words of, of Alfred from the Batman trilogy, some people just want to watch the world burn, Master One. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was really good. Oh, you should read your comments There's, like that. You, what? <laughs> you, just, you just can't help everybody, Jason. It's unbelievable, you know? though. Like, read the comments on that video. Some people just can't be helped. And you will see that that comment comes up more than anything. I just don't understand. Well, now nothing's going to be square. It's like, holy cow, watch the video. Everything is yeah. based off this cut, which is clean. It's nice. Is it completely necessary? No, it probably isn't. But I surely don't want the factory edge of plywood in any of my it's, projects. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's, yeah. Oh, my it's, God. It's, it's, all about covering, it's all about covering yourself and making sure that you don't put yourself in a corner because, you know, they're, yeah. And I would rather do it and not need it than need it and not have it. Well, the other thing, too, is We're like if you're edge banding it. it Right. If you're edge banding, I'm not edge banding over a factor. Like people are. Oh man. No. Sometimes, and I also hate it. I also hate it when everybody like when they tell have. Me, tell me all about it, Jason. This is therapy. Time, I hate okay? it when people have to put in their comment like, "I've been doing this for 25 years. I've been doing this for 55 years. I'm a fine woodworker. I'm an. I'm a." whatever technician I, i've been in the industry for this long okay mr hot shot why are you watching mm. my video then yeah that's pretty that's actually really good if one. you are such an expert why are you watching a video on how to cut plywood yeah but that's actually really the good simple comeback. fact that that guy was looking for information to do something in a, in a field that he is uncomfortable with and then tells me that my yeah. reasoning and my logic is wrong yeah. What? <laughs> I, yeah, I would just simply say, "Oh wow, fifty-five years. My videos aren't for you." Yeah. I, I, I. You know what? I should write to him back and be like, "For somebody that's looking for information on a topic that they're not familiar with, it's quite bold of you to tell me how wrong I am when you don't know." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get into YouTube, anybody. It sucks. Just don't get in the internet. It's just annoying. Period. It's just so annoying. Ugh. There's a lot of bad people out there. There's a lot of angry people out there. Yeah. Well, Mr. Bent, I got to put my kiddos down. Yeah, me too. Sorry, everybody. We didn't have a specific topic, but today was just such a great day, and I was so excited. I wanted to vaguely share my day it's, with everybody. <laughs> it's such a winged kind of day. Yep. But next week, Mr. Sedgley well, will be back with us. That's right. And we also have Beers with the Boys this Friday, not as you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, it's already we've already done it. We've already done Beers with the Boys. We had so much fun. Yay. It was a great day. I, I can't believe Jason got naked on camera. I know, anymore. right? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for giving us your time and attention. We hope that you have a stupendous weekend if you're a patron because patrons get this early. Or you have a good week for everyone else that's a freeloader. Yeah, freeloaders. You know, you know, what we haven't done in a long time for Jason. We haven't asked for a review. Yeah, I haven't even looked on, to see if on we, wherever, wherever, wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us, leave us a review. Yeah, with as with as many podcasts we've done by now, our our listening numbers should be a lot higher. Get out there and share well, we this podcast, have, people. Share it. We should have at least two million now. I mean, a million and a half per episode. Yeah, like that's. AWP, That's AWP ruined the sharing for everybody. 
Now, 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 nobody wants to share. When AWP had it, a lot. They just blew up because it was like, oh, this new podcast. Oh, it's Mike Coffee, and look at his great beard. Blah blah blah. Thanks a lot, AWP. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.